0: Bermuda Triangle, a 500,000 square mile area that is associated with a number of mysterious disappearances and paranormal activity. Set at the southernmost vertex is the island nation of Puerto Rico, long referred to by historians as the oldest colony in the Americas, claimed for Spain by Christopher Columbus on his second voyage in 1493. Columbus had his own mysterious UFO sightings within the Bermuda Triangle just one year earlier, recorded in his very own ship's logs. Fast forward to modern day, and Puerto Rico is a vital partner in the exploration of our universe with the world's second largest radio telescope. With a history of mysterious phenomenon and strange creatures being sighted within the El Yunque National Forest, Puerto Rico is also the setting of one of the most compelling UFO sightings ever to be caught on video. Únete a los teóricos porque en esta situación aquí un gato encerrado con el OVNI de aguadía.
1: To alien theorist theorizing case file 145 Aguadilla UFO. I'm Braden.
2: I'm Zell. I'm Dan. And I'm Andrew.
1: Um, Just a little pre-warning here. Uh, (laughs) Oh no. I've taken a lethal mix of back (laughs) medication and alcohol and I'm really feeling it already. You can't so. <laughs> open both your eyes at one time. Yeah, look at that. Fucking, let's, get a, can, a, let's, let's get a zoom. It's one or the there other. Yeah, Someone screenshot that quick. Quote.
3: Yeah, there we go. Yeah, Perfect.
1: What's it's going I mean, on I can't blade. even tell That's that you're trying, trying to, to make funny faces right now. It just looks normal. No, I feel Dude, I feel it. All of a sudden, I had one drink, and I was like, whoa, what is going on? I was like, I thought I had was back in Thailand, had a mystery chang," And then I was like, oh, the back medication. I probably shouldn't have been mixing that. But I'm like... Man, I feel good. You're committed. Ask me how my back is. <laughs> How's your back? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> do I even have a back? <laughs> do Yeah. It's all a frame of mind, my friend. All a frame <laughs> of mind. Let's get into some space news before I'm too drunk. What do we got? Uh, uh, we got some. There was a ring of fire solar eclipse uh, over the weekend. Um. There was a band you could see it from at West Africa to the arabian Pencil- peninsula there yep. oh yeah uh India in the far east they saw this wicked ring of fire solar eclipse Zell I don't know if you have a picture that you can post so everyone can see um some wicked images coming from that
2: yep, also known as an annular solar
1: eclipse <laughs> anal <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: had one. You, are you posting? I can't see that. We can't see the stream, so I can't tell if you're you can't see the stream. up, there. motherfuckers. No, nope. I oh, figured man. that out
3: before.
2: I mean, I'm I'm looking at the YouTube. <laughs>
1: no, I uh, I
3: don't know why. I don't know why I can't. Uh, fucking I don't see, see that. you, Zell. Yeah, I know. I don't know why it's not coming up. That's ah, all good.
1: Um,
5: Did you take some back pills too?
3: What's going on? I took some. Yeah, you could call it a back joint. <laughs> <laughs> Yourself. <tell. laughs> A back pill. A joint (laughs) pill. Joint (laughs) joint pill. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, Why can't we fucking see that? some some bullshit. It's like showing us an old, anyway, an old screen of mine. Yeah, well, you can't see it on the live Um, stream. That's on sciencealert.com. You can check it out. It's pretty sweet.
1: Well, this is going to make the next one lackluster, too. But a spectacular fireball was caught in Australia. An expert don't know what it was. This was in June June 19th, uh, 2020. I don't know if you saw, if you guys watched the video of this, it was actually wild because it looked like a meteor just if you were playing in slow motion. Did you guys catch the clip of it? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it,
2: a wicked little, like, just boom, like, little slow, little green uh, ball of fire, you know? Green lantern shooting yeah, what, to the sky. It's
3: being filmed, 17-second oh. video of it. It's filmed through, like, a bunch of street lamps and stuff on the, on the cell cam, so the focus isn't good. But, yeah, it looks like it's going... Pretty slow, but I guess it's, who knows how far uh, the distance is of that. But it didn't hit the ground, right?
2: No, it doesn't seem so. Didn't seem was like it. it. Was it Hal Jordan? Was it just, uh, John Stewart? Was it Simon Baz? It's uh, um, Guy Gardner. Guy Gardner? No, he's the worst. Isn't he a Red Lantern now? <laughs> he's no, he went back. Did he go back? Okay. Yeah.
1: It's a really weird video though, because of just the speed. When you watch it, you're like, this looks like a shooting star or a meteor. Just so slow, I like. I watched it a whole bunch of times, I was just mind-bottled.
2: That's pretty cool, yeah. We got tons of people sending videos and posting this stuff up on our uh, on our Facebook page. It was pretty neat popping up all that stuff. There are the people who did see it, um, or observed it, even like astronomers and and people in that area, sky watchers. Like, nobody's really sure 100% what it was, like whether it was a meteor or a fireball. There were some people are slinging around theories that it was a piece of space junk or something like that. I think they ruled that, that specific case out of it being a piece of space junk because it mostly seems to stay intact. If it were like a satellite or something, you'd see more pieces kind of blowing blip, off it. Yeah. Coming off and, and burning up. I mean, it's I quite
5: know. obviously a green lantern.
2: Yeah. yeah. Cool. yeah. Which one <laughs> so, we
5: don't really know. We're not but sure a green yet. <laughs>
1: that honestly watching that video, that's the only thing that could make sense me
2: (laughs) yeah it's
1: moving it's not moving fast enough to be anything like falling from earth it's like it it looks like a huge fireball just slow rolling through the sky
2: right that's what a green lantern looks like
1: yeah exactly so anyways the last thing i have for space news uh new calculations hint that there could be at least 36 alien civilizations in our galaxy whoa um
3: whopping 36
1: Advanced advanced civilizations Ad- or adv- advanced life what was it advanced civilizations?
3: right yeah, well so they went they went on the conservative route of the same way that Earth developed life. so like they say like 4.5 to five billion years they took that and they divided by the amount of stars, how, how much they think are within the habitable zone and they come up with the currently, if you're to take into consideration only the way that we think we got here, about 36.
1: Alright, well I'll I'll make a I'll make a who who did it was this is this NASA making these? NASA. No, no, it's Christopher Consalus or something. I think astrophysicist
3: Christopher Consalus. Um
1: tremendous. I'll wager him. I'll take his thirty six, um, and I'll say my guess <laughs> thirty seven. Boom, price is right, rules, baby.
5: Well, buddy, I go low. Go one. Yeah, I'm gonna bet okay, a, go I'm, gonna, one bet one dollar, I'm gonna bet a dollar, Bob. I'm gonna bet a dollar.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah, you're going to bet one funny. civilization?
1: That's...
3: Yeah, but you're all going to bet yeah. over, so then
5: I but win with one. Underneath.
2: I win with Dollar one.
1: I, yeah, but you block him. You're get every. You're infinite above him.
2: I don't know. What did you say? 37? 38? Boom. Oh,
1: fuck. Oh. Ah, <laughs> damn it. The classic. <laughs> the classic. Yes. The classic. yes. Anyways. Um, anyway. I thought it was a little low, to be honest, with the vastness of space and how big our galaxy is. I thought it was a low yeah, number. Like a- I how think, the fuck do you also, come up to that? Like, how do you come say. up to
5: that? How, how do you come to that number? How do you just
3: like, oh, eh, nah. yeah, that's what I think. No, that's why I, I said they, yes. they went with the how we think that Earth came to advance life. Like we live on a rocky planet and so far from our sun. So they're in 4.5 or 5 billion years. So they took that. The conservative value of that got you 36. And it's called oh, yeah. the astrobiological Copernican limit
1: listen the craig limit says 37 craig
5: <laughs> this guy got hired this guy's got hired to do this job specifically this was his one goal and he 100% fucking castanzed it sat in his office for fucking months didn't do fuck all and they came up to him and they're like all right buddy what's the number and he pulled 36
2: right out of his ass
3: that's all this that was no a lot of fancy words
2: there's a definitely a lot more math involved in that it might be a little everybody, more that everybody bought it
3: yeah. Anyways, that's
5: the. I get it. He, he added the flux capacitor with the fucking infinity gauntlet and got the number. It's whoopty
3: fucking dude. Yeah, maybe he did.
1: I'm like, not fact checking him. To be honest, I'm not checking his math. <laughs> so,
3: anyways, people say like, well, if there's other advanced civilizations, why haven't we heard from them? And they say if you were to scatter these out over our galaxy, at the very minimum, there's at least seventeen thousand light years apart. So unless, until you can. Somehow send signals through some type of subspace faster than light. It we would never, we would not know yet. Probably.
5: It sounds like a lot of rocket appliances to me. A little
3: bit. <laughs> all and right, it's pretty cool. Though.
1: Um, let's get. Anyone else got space news? That's all I had.
3: That's space news over for the week.
1: All right. Uh, let's get into some UFO talk. Aguadilla UFO.
2: Aguadilla. Aguad- Aguadilla. <laughs> no. Not Aguadilla. <laughs> It,
1: I thought it was like quesadilla. Puerto
2: Rico. Quesadilla? No. What? That's like even gonna say quesadilla. That's not how
1: you say quesadilla
2: with We Dia? No. How do you yes.
1: spell it, Dan?
2: What do you like spell what? Quesad Spell Quesadilla. Quesadilla. G-U-E-S-A-D-I-L-L-A. L L A I L L A. L L L L is L which is a
1: actual letter. Dilla Dilla
5: the- Bills, y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: So says you, Daniel.
2: I guess we'll take so your word for it. So everybody who
1: speaks the Spanish language. Agua dia, what is it? Agua, agua dia, agua dia. Ufo. Well,
2: we'll have to
3: take your word for it because I've always pronounced adilla. <laughs> Same with tortilla. Not the good, not good. Case. You guys on, say Jalapenos gotta, too. Jalapenos, like, tortillas, gotta,
1: <laughs> quesadillas. Not good. Yeah, I gotta plug this in. One forty-five. Aguadilla ufo <laughs> so now you can plug that into the start so i don't seem like an idiot
2: perfect <laughs> just cover it up all the times you said Aguadilla.
1: i'm sticking with it so uh we're taking
2: this ufo case uh which is a relatively recent uh ufo case and mm-hmm. uh zell will pull up a video it also has a nice visual component to it uh this uh this comes from – most of what we know about this UFO comes from an infrared video, which was shot by a U.S. Customs Border uh, Protection aircraft. Um, this took place on April 25th of, like I said, 2013, and it was about 9.20 p.m. at the local time. So the pilots of this craft said that they had identified what looked like to be a type of like a reddish, uh, a reddish lit object that was moving – um, seemed to be moving at a low altitude uh, when they tracked it. It seemed to be, it flew directly across what is Rafael Hernandez airport uh, runway. And it actually caused uh, when, when it was investigated, there, there was an actual cause for delays of aircraft in that area, at least 10 minutes. Right. Um, when, when it was looking to is investigated, there is, theres this craft gave off no transponder signal. Um, it was about like they've got about like three minutes of video uh, of this object. Transponder is like your
3: your aircraft identity beacon kind of thing, or
1: yeah, is that so the thing it, that goes in a circle and goes beep?
3: That's radar, beep. I think.
1: Yeah, oh. <laughs> no, that,
3: yeah, that is radar. That would be radar.
2: <laughs>
1: so says you. No,
2: the transponder is the thing that kind of like talks to the.
3: Like it's, oh, it's, okay. it's it's always controller pinging controller. the station that tells like this is aircraft FL yeah. or WF one zero one three or whatever.
2: Oh, GPS mm-hmm. basically. Uh, they said that this this object was observed to have crossed. Uh, what is like the north? It's Aquadia is actually located in the northwestern part of Puerto Rico, kind of like on the northwestern tip, and um, it went across the airport twice, and then it actually return to the Atlantic ocean, which they believe that the origin of this craft was from the ocean, because in the video, you can clearly see how it actually, at one point, what makes it another really interesting case is that this craft is seen going underwater. Like it enters the water and then exits again without with seemingly um, when they actually analyzed it frame by frame, it actually looks like it accelerates Underwater, yes, yeah. yeah, crazy, and then comes out uh, near the same speed or a little bit faster.
1: And we're and we're talking like we're talking ten rating on the Olympic scale for diving, like no oh, splash, no
3: splash, barely a ripple, just
1: perfect,
3: barely a ripple. Yeah, so that that's pretty much the overview. And we're gonna take a quick quick break on the live stream because I got to pull up the video because this is this is a very based on this visual. So uh, we're gonna be back in just a second. No, okay, we we're, we're back.
1: Tech issues. Tech fixed. issue's
3: fixed. Back on the stream. Technically difficult. Okay, so this is a this is the video of the tortilla UFO.
5: Uh, it's quesadilla, but whatever. Whatever.
3: Okay, you got infra, if you're we're listening to the podcast, you've got a infrared camera from what's like some type of twin prop like surveillance plane, right? Yeah,
2: it is specifically it is a uh A uh, de Havilland Canada DHC uh, eight turboprop aircraft,
3: right? So this guy is trying to. T- it's t-
2: belly mounted, I believe. So they are watching it now. When they they started tracking it on the infrared after they had lost sight of it, so they had first seen it as like a red. Uh, some sort of like red light, fast moving light. Yep. But then it kind of, when it hit the shore or they said when it, when it arrived over land or it reached uh, the actual land, like it disappeared. So then they turned on the, they caught it on the, the infrared and then they tracked it with that. Yep. So the, the plane is actually up in the air at this point and it is flying and it is following this, like it's flying, and it's like patrol pattern and it is, following this this area. Well this
1: thing's this whatever this is is it's it looks like it's clipping along pretty good at a pretty good pace. I mean I can't run that fast.
2: <laughs>
1: right. Uh yeah. they said it was going about a hundred tra- just <laughs> over
2: hundred miles an hour. <laughs> right. I think yeah, they said yeah. Uh, it's somewhere like the speeds when they, when they went back and looked at it and they tracked it, uh, you know, traced it by frame, matching it up against with actual, uh, you know, landmarks in the background that can be identified trees, things like that. Um, I think they said the speeds that it was, uh, traveling at are varied between about 40 to 120 miles per hour.
3: They're still targeting it. The, on the screen is going from right to left across the screen on the video. And it seems to be going like more or less constant. In speed, maybe seeming to be changing like altitude slightly going down towards the water. Now they've zoomed in. Now you're like, now you're closer. It's a little grainier, but you got to, it's definite something on the screen. And then there it goes under the water, seems to go under the water, travels for still traveling. And then some people say it's almost seems like it splits under the water and then comes back up. But right, right now it's still
2: under the water. Right. When yeah. it comes out, it seems to almost split into two at some time. Um, it either splits into two, or some people when they observe boom. the uh the video, they some people say that they actually saw two craft. Like it was actually like another one either appeared right or there. Oh came. boom on the yeah. video right. there. Oh, yeah. It
3: definitely looks like there's two craft. There's two infrared spots. Right. Two separate spots, like separate there are two spots. very separate, distinct things. And then one seems to almost to go back under the water, and now there seems to be one again. Right, and it seems to be like it kind of looks like it's almost hopping in and out of the water sometimes and then it goes under
1: yeah, it's like dipping in and out
3: and now they've lost it. it's under the water. you can't see it on the screen. they've seemed to have lost it they zoom in
5: one of the things that kind of like yeah, that's really crazy to see and I've never seen anything like that before, but the one the other staggering thing about this video for me was all a commentary of the pilots. Because these are all professional pilots and they're shit in their pants watching this too. Like they have absolutely no idea what that thing is.
1: Well, the, the, also the thing I liked about this video too, and one of the markers just went by is that when I first watched it, I thought I was like, I couldn't gauge it, how either big or small these things were. And I was like, Oh, maybe it's really small. But then later on in the video, you see what appears to be a couple of vehicles drive past. And I'm like, Oh, these things, whatever this is, is like as big as one of those vehicles
3: yeah yeah so now the video is pretty much that's it it uh
1: yeah
2: from what from what they could tell or they said uh that there was like there was a really in-depth analysis uh done by the uh what is it the center for scientific ufology i believe um it's called sorry yeah scientific coalition of ufology uh, the seu and they did a really big workup on this actual video um they took the video you know took it apart frame by frame and going through it you know looking for the 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 hallmarks of whether this is a hoax um whether this this infrared image could have been anything uh you know looking for explanations as to what this was uh the group that worked on it uh they submitted foia requests uh, to the United States Air Force 84th like radar division that uh had a station on the island itself and like was responsible for that area uh you know you know for that exact time frame they said that you know they couldn't get that from the uh from them they didn't they didn't want it's classified information so they weren't able to 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 divulge that and give it out in a FOIA request uh what i did find that was kind of interesting was that they may also made a FOIA request um for the airport control tower logs the uh the rafael hernandez uh airport traffic control tower what they told them was like they can't have those because those logs first of all they were destroyed also uh, they were destroyed 90 days after the event also Mm -hmm. um those logs are maintained by a private company so they they contract out those logs and that the comp, but the yeah, not the fact that they were destroyed, but the fact that's interesting is like when they asked, you know, the, those people who were working there and, and knew about, it, they knew about the event, yeah, like they knew what they were referring to, but they didn't want to talk about it. They 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 you know they declined to to be interviewed or to give any testimony, uh, uh, well, to here, the investigators. I, I-
1: as a as a fellow uh, you know top secret government employee, um, <laughs> I, I, I'd be it's one of those things where were they reluctant or were they just like I, you know were they not allowed to talk to the press? So it's not like they were reluctant and I'm just being devil's advocate here, but maybe they were just like I, I don't want to talk I can't talk about it, I can't make any comment. Not that they didn't want to, but for their job they weren't allowed to you know address the press. Perhaps.
3: Probably one of those things like 2013. I mean, UFOs were probably still like, if in that profession, if you started talking about them, you probably just get maybe still laughed at a bit. Whereas now, within the last, ever since those, like, those, uh, that. Yeah, look what's, at the, what, what's that <laughs> one? Bo-
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> the A tip program and all the other just declassified stuff. People are starting to take, like, especially these type of settings with military, like, video more seriously. So probably now it probably happens. Like if it starts happening more and more, I think you'll see these people probably talk more about it because the ridicule would be much lower.
5: I don't know, man. <laughs> if I get caught on camera at work, I have to buy everybody I'm working with a case of beer. And that's, just not something you
2: avoid <laughs>
5: PR, like the plague.
2: Um, this case is also interesting. The fact that you do actually have so many witnesses. So you they from the report, most of the stuff that they worked off of was from like two witnesses that remained anonymous that worked for the uh customs and border patrol. That's they said that actually one of them was the pilot, uh, and then one of them might have been another person on that plane. I think it's like a four-man crew. You have like the pilot, co-pilot, and then you have the two uh, you have two guys that work in the the radar stuff in the back in the infrared. Right, They're not the only ones who saw it. They said that there was another pilot, another Customs and Border Patrol pilot that was east of the base. And it was actually on their way back to the airport about 15 to 30 minutes before uh, they actually saw it. The other plane saw it, the, the one that caught it on the infrared. And they said that the, the officer in that plane witnessed an actual formation of these pinkish red lights oh so shit. it was not just like one there was there was a couple of them and they were that seemed to be moving in a type of like uh flying horseshoe uh
5: flying v. Craft. probably a flying yeah. V ducks so you know guy.
2: ducks my ducks quack quack yeah quack quack
5: but actually <laughs> though like I bet you these guys aren't allowed to talk to to the press and stuff like that right like they all have a PR person that does all their talking for them you know what I mean like you you kind of step out your bounds and start talking to the media, you're getting big shit. And that's like any types of government job. Yeah, it's right? probably
3: heavy it might not be like illegal, but it'd be heavily frowned upon, I'm sure.
5: Oh buddy, you'd be
1: you'd be getting pulled in for a meeting for sure. Yeah. Like for example, with my A level clearance, and that's EH level clearance. That's
3: top yeah, that's to- I, that's top in Canada for sure. Top A level.
1: A level security clearance. Uh, I'm given a little card just if when someone's like hey would you care to comment i go i will comment by handing you this card that says i'm not allowed to talk to media and <laughs> you should direct all media questions to this phone number on this card and that's it like and they you're basically told like if you break you will will revoke your a card immediately if you've always wa- always wondered how uh
3: t- like canada's top secret uh agencies work you've just been informed is
5: yeah, I mean, other than Braden, I think what is it? Shatner's got the only other A card. Like it's yeah, it's pretty a hard to get, man. exclusive list.
1: Sense. There's a couple of us. There's a couple of us. It's no big the, deal. It's, Rick Moranis too, you know, maybe. Yeah, Getty Lee. Lee. Rick Moranis. Geddy Lee on there. Getty no, Lee's, no, yeah Lee. No, no, Geddy he's, he's 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 <laughs> no, no. he he can't keep a secret. No rock and rollers. <laughs> Come on now. No rock and rollers. Gor- they're, Gor- they're no Downey.
3: News. Gord Downey would have. He'd been on there.
1: Gord Downey was yeah. Yeah, but maybe he talked to somebody.
3: That's true. R.I.P. Gord. Um, so let's go because there's a lot of stuff in this that like it's actually a, as far as UFO reports go, this has got to be one of the more thorough ones of modern times. Like this thing. Oh, it's it's absolutely. deep. It's deep and it's pretty convincing on like their findings. Like we'll start. Let's start with let's go through all the stuff on like this video. So let's start with a, a thermal image. Mm-hmm. So they like pretty much concluded that it seems that Whatever this is is emitting more heat than the ambient air. I means it's some type of heat source involved. Some so some type
2: of propulsion or something, right? So it's well, they're not even sure because uh, you know the thermal doesn't doesn't indicate that there is like a concentration of heat like normally you would get with either you know like a jet or or you know a propeller yeah. combustion engine not, of some sort. Yeah, you don't have that. the The more or less it is like a uniform. Uh, you know heat a uh, thermal signature so it's not it's like an aura and, and it's yeah and it's the the thermal signature I think they said is somewhere around like 108 degrees like Fahrenheit uh I don't know if I put that in the notes specifically but um it, it's definitely like there's if you thought it was like a balloon or something it's not because it's too hot like yeah, it's it doesn't move that. Um, another thing, another who, thing that they remarked who was thought that this, that was
1: a fucking a little kid's rogue balloon they let go. Is that was is that a leading theory? Dude, we're gonna get to the theories at the end, we'll but that, that is There's, one theory. We'll
2: get into. I the, mean, theories, but
5: the way yeah. it moves, get it's like here. it's like when you fucking blow up one of those balloons and you don't tie it and you hold it, <laughs> kind of let it go, zips <laughs> <just> around like <laughs> 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 just only explanation it could be (laughs) yeah if you had
2: if you had sound with the with the thermal video that's what you would hear you'd hear the yeah yep (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah you don't have you don't have any of the the, what would be you know easily identifiable as some sort of propulsion source it's just uniform heat and they said and from what they observe it seems like the thing actually gets hotter when it goes under the water
3: yeah that's crazy so
2: we have so the first thing they
3: come well, through is the thermal. I guess image. that
1: would make sense for hold on. Let's just say if if there is a propulsion, I imagine whatever they use, whatever this craft used for propulsion, you would need to use more of it under the water because there's more resistance. So it makes it would make sense that it's giving off. It's it's you know it has to. It doesn't move as effortlessly through the water. So that makes sense to me logically that it would give off more heat in the water. It's working harder.
4: Yeah. So right? maybe. Yeah,
5: maybe fu- you should uh, drink on uh, painkillers more often. That was pretty. Uh, that was I mean, insightful.
3: That was, like, I'm impressed. So, yeah. I'm like. There's I'm, some. I'm kind of startled. It's got right. some, some physics in there. thing you've ever said. Little Let's see of, if he remembers it tomorrow. Boys, I blacked I out, who out who how the case ball right go last night.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're like you insulted Gord Downey. I'll be like, oh what?
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done?
1: <laughs> but yeah, it w- that would
3: make sense though. Yeah, if you're flying up with a certain amount of energy and you hit the you hit the water you got to push a little harder but you want to go the same speed so you got to crank up the, the throttle
2: yeah so on on the point of propulsion uh one of the I've, i what i came across when i was researching one of the 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 theories that popped out at me is that they're you know if it is a ufo and it's some sort of advanced propulsion system it would probably be something like what is referred to as like the al drive um, the Alcubierre drive is like a, it, it is a, um, uh, like a hypothetical, uh, propulsion that works off like Einstein's theory of relativity, where it's like, you, if you can't travel this, you know, you can't travel this faster than the speed of light without turning energy. So what a craft would do using this, this hypothetical, uh, method of propulsion is that you would basically contract mm. space in front of you and then expand space, in back of you
1: behind you and that's s- what i that, do that's yeah. the
2: bob lazar
3: that's the bob lazar <laughs> claim how they have yeah. pretty much fly those those craft that he claims are in uh s4 area 51
2: yeah so it's like that's the that's what some people are saying that this craft might be you know it's the only reason that it would be able to move through the water so effortlessly it's not moving well it, it's not moving it, technically it's not moving through the water it's moving through the space it's like, falling it's like yeah sh- sh- that's the theory is it the it's not like so
3: much anti-gravity is it just like you're falling through space all the time, regardless of what, how much mass is around you. So it makes sense if you can fly through the air, you can fly through the water, you can fly through space. Right. So we, ha- so we have, it, <laughs> we have the thermal image and then the radar. So rate, the radar signatures show that it's going between, it changes speeds between 40 and 120 miles an hour. So it can't be, it can't be uh, pretty much it can't be natural. Right, some people say like, "Oh, it's probably maybe it's a weather phenomenon or something," but it's changing speed and it's changing speed quite
2: right. drastically. Changing speed and direction. Yeah, and direction. As well. That is some, they that it on the radar.
1: Very, very tight, circled swamp gas.
2: <laughs> dense.
1: <laughs> that is some dense swamp gas.
2: That ball lightning can really fucking move. So yeah, it, it is. Uh, like the video is really convincing, and it's really. It's really neat to watch. Like, it's really cool to, to talk about something when we have actual video evidence of it, and you know, we don't usually get a lot of that. <laughs> no, it, not. It, a and lot.
1: It, it's so it. It almost looks like a camera trick when you're watching it dip in and out of the water, because how it just disappears into the water, like it. It almost looks like a bad cut of like a. Do you know? You guys know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's almost like an edit of a movie. Like how it just like a bad edit, where it just like disappears. This is a frame. It's so, yeah, it's so effortlessly travels through that. it it, it almost, your eyes almost don't believe it right away. You're like, what, what's going on there? How is that doing that? Um, and then later when you see it, like you clearly see one object turn to two clearly. Uh, well, on the,
3: on the infrared, it definitely shows it. It definitely looks like it splits into two heat signatures.
5: Yeah, I guess because it we watched it on infrared and there's no way that could be a reflection on the water. The yeah, moment, that right? will yeah, they right.
3: they say it can't be reflection because of just that. It like separates heat signatures. So
5: I mean, when it's getting close to the water like that though, like it definitely looks like a bird that's like fucking dive bombing into the water.
2: But not at that angle. Like how it it doesn't go straight. Because yeah, most yeah, diving like, birds, like you'd see them go like they'd go in and, you know, more than but like, you know,
1: and, and like speed wise, I don't, I don't,
5: like that. I don't, a fucking bird can get up to a hundred, but a it, bird's got to be able to get at least up to buddy, like 70 or 80.
1: peregrine falcon can, like, that can, that bird can move baby. Yeah, but well, those, those I'm are I'm on sure dive. sure can get around like 70 but or 80, but not He's not diving into the water.
3: <laughs> no, like, no, falcons and like birds of prey can, they can dive, in, like I think a peregrine falcon can dive like something like 260 kilometers an hour or something crazy, but they can't.
2: 120. Or whatever, hundred twenty miles. Hundred twenty? Yeah, hundred twenty miles per hour. But
3: that's a dive. They can't fly hor- horizontally that no. fast.
5: They, f- they, they they hold cl- on a they, second. Yeah. hundred and twenty miles per hour? Yeah, they yeah, yeah, buddy. They're little dive torpedoes. Fuck
1: that. No, no. Way. It's oh, dude. It's yeah. even faster. The highest measured speed of a peregrine falcon is three hundred and eighty-nine kilometers, two hundred and forty-two miles per hour.
5: Whoa! Pardon fucking yeah. me.
1: That's a fast bird, man. Okay, well... But that yeah. bird's not diving into the water.
5: Listen, yeah. well, And that bird's know? not it's as fucking, big as a truck. It's fucking case closed. Wonder Twin power, form of paragon Falcon, <laughs> dive bombing in the water. They split, turn into fucking fish, and fucking go away.
1: <laughs> and then just dolphin <laughs> through the water? Yeah. It's the Wonder Twins.
5: Yeah. Case fucking closed. Easy peas.
1: It's... The thing is... I would say like early on in that video, I would say maybe bird, maybe you could, you could definitely sell me early on in that video on a bird, but later on, especially when you're seeing a dip in and out of the water and the the thermal image pulls back and you clearly see two vehicles drive past. That's when you realize you're like, oh shit, what I was just looking at is approximately the size of those vehicles. Like it's not that small. It seems like a definite
2: craft they they uh f- what they estimate the craft size is is about i think they said five feet across is like what they're what they're looking at uh when they compared it to kind of the back uh you know the landmarks again objects like that are able to there's able to see identify in the background and foreground um they went to go ahead and uh, estimate that is somewhere in the like around five feet in diameter uh so it is. It's not like between three and five feet. Between three and five
3: feet. It's not this craft. It's not the same size of other UFOs where like it was a fifty-foot disc or it was a. It mm. had a. It was a hundred and twenty-foot delta shape. Yeah, it was a craft. floating,
1: floating mattress with pot lights. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but still,
5: it's... you guys laugh. But that's.
1: I mean, a, that's, that's a common sight.
5: That's about the size of the Great Kazoo.
1: Great There's Kazoo. He's not a big guy. <laughs> uh, but it clearly um, well, splits. That makes me think that there was one under the water the entire time. That's what, like, well, if yeah. when I watched that video, I think I I think that there was two objects, one under the water the entire time, mirroring uh, the one above.
3: Well, if there was like, That's, if they seen a horseshoe shaped like formation at the start, where the, where the, yeah. where'd the rest of them go? Some, maybe some where they go? Where would they go? Where some under the water? Where'd some they above? Go? mirroring image like i don't know
2: yeah i would also like because the other pilot you know reported seeing an actual formation of these craft so i would like to know where the other ones went but again uh, uh we've talked about other cases in the in the past where they do have usos uh unidentified submersible objects where it's not unusual and or it's not unprecedented to have craft that dip into the water and just either they're using that as a you know of means of conveyance or whatever, like they're just that's where they go. They come Listen, from there.
1: <laughs> we know one person who's studied USOs and would have a an intimate knowledge of peregrine falcons because they're abundant in Canada. And that's hand. Ron Pond. I'm surprised Ron Pond he I could he raises peregrine him. falcons, right? Yes. Like, I wouldn't be surprised that he got sent down there with it, all his USO Experience because Shag Harder Harbor that was another <laughs> Shag one. Shag Harder? Shag, Shag, Harder. Harder. Shag Harder, Shag Harder, Shag Harder, there, boy. Shag, Shag Harder, Harder. Block, yeah, yeah. He's probably going down there and he's asking all the people questions. They bring him down there for his expertise. Yeah, and his questionable Spanish, dude. He yeah.
3: he did dive 400 <laughs> feet under the sea with no regulator, no mask. So
1: yeah. Hola, hey like I heard you guys <laughs> uh saw a craft down here.
5: Okay, so basically, Mr. Pond, this is my friend Enrique. He doesn't speak any English, so I will translate for you. Go ahead, Enrique. Talk to him.
2: Uh, de acuerdo con las autoridades, el establecimiento no cumplió okay. con las normas establecidas right? por la ciudad ni oh. el estado. Okay. So basically, Mr. Pond, he said it was crazy. La Ciudad Cero, El Club Nocturno, 50's Lounge LLC, ubicado cerca de la Black Street. ...después de que encontraran a más de un mil personas el sábado pasado por la noche... ...dentro del establecimiento en presunta violación de las varias reglas de la ciudad... ...así como de las reglas estatales que reglan las comidas y eventos y aire libre. Sí, he said it's very crazy.
1: What? What, what was crazy? Eh? He he he's talked way more than that. I mean, what else did he say?
5: He thought it was crazy. I'll ask him. Enrique, go ahead. Tell me. What do you want me to tell
2: him? Go ahead. El
1: oficial
2: de construcción de enturcio declaró que el anterior el incidente ya habla visitado el lugar con la directora de salud pública. Okay, so first he say it was pretty crazy because
5: then it goes into the water and then he says it's double crazy because it's two.
1: Yeah, but he... Listen, listen, eh? You're not even translating what I'm saying to him. Do you speak Spanish? No, why do you think I speak Spanish? You're... You said was you're it... translating.
5: Was it because I got a tan? You come up to me and you assume I speak Spanish? Man, that's racist. What,
1: We're in Puerto Rico, eh? I thought...
5: I'm on vacation, man. I'm Canadian.
1: Oh, oh. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and that's how Ron Pond got canceled.
1: <laughs> <sighs> all right. All it's a, right. It, you know, it's a tragic tale for a hero of our time. Tragic
5: tale. <laughs> hey, man. If it happens to Drew Brees, nobody's safe. That's it. <laughs> no one's uh, safe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> where, where, where we were talking about USOs.
5: <laughs> Here's a question, though. Okay so like you see this thing falling and then it, i don't it kind of reminds me a little bit of the accident that the snowbirds had where you know what i mean like potentially what happens if this this craft or this this uso brother loses control and starts dive bombing towards the fucking water and then it splits into two because it's damaged you know what i mean like maybe it's it's broken and that's why you oh, see it Oh maybe two it's
1: like shelling it, it's shelling some but the other part fly, it, the other part comes back out of the water. Do you know what I mean? Like it, yep. it wouldn't. Yeah. Oh, I just, I'm just using your line. I just realized I said, <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm gonna not try to. Do that anymore. All right, hey, what's up? I'm I'm picking that up through osmosis. Af- osmosis after that, Ron
3: Ponskit, I'm gonna have to get another beer to finish this podcast. Let's take a quick break and uh, let's take a beer break. We'll take a quick beer break and we'll be right back. And we're back.
1: All right, let's go through the theories of what the officials, air quotes, uh, think this USO or UFO or UAP is.
3: Okay, well, we alluded to to it earlier, so let's start with that. It was just some type of stationary balloon, and the movement was the <laughs> aircraft going around it.
5: I mean, I think I had pretty sound logic on that All right. I think I solved that.
2: Some people have tried to explain it as it was a, yeah, like it was a balloon that was actually stationary. And the movement that you see and, you know, the, the perceived speed of the object is actually the aircraft moving in what seems to be in its semicircle pattern around the balloon.
1: Listen, this is a, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. It's not Christopher Robin's fucking balloon floating in the wind. No one's, <laughs> you don't have people freaking out about a child's lost balloon clipping it at 120 miles per hour, dipping in and out of the water, giving off heat signatures. Like, w- that is ludicrous. To even to even for, that, that is some officials' legit story is preposterous. Angers me.
3: The, after you watch the video,
5: he's it's... See, if
1: Ron Pond heard that, I guarantee you he's not a man of violence, but he slapped the person that told him that.
5: He'd sock him. he yeah,
1: He's not. sock him a quick jersey. He, Just a, he gave him the old rock him, sock him, for sure. Grab mm. them with the left,
3: quick jersey, right cross, fight over. Yeah. Tucked. Fox. Tucked him in earlier for the Tucked night. Tucked him down. It, Tucked his lunch. Night, a
1: balloon. How do they explain the rest of the video? The balloon exploded and popped into two, balloon, two smaller balloons <laughs> that were inside when it was underwater? yeah
3: that's what they say they, I mean, they don't know they don't know how a lot of this stu-
2: yeah a lot of the stuff that you already said is what the experts who who studied the video they said that's why it can't be a balloon is that the the object speed obviously too fast the balloon even with uh a prevailing wind like a, even like a tailwind moving that fast is is not going to go you know to 120 miles per hour Fuck no uh it uh, when they when they tracked it on radar from like what the the radar data that they picked up and the uh, uh and the infrared camera you're you're getting ch- they had identified ch- multiple changes in direction of the of the object's trajectory so you know balloons duh can't do that um also you have the temper for temperature information from the actual thermal video which you know i mentioned it before that they had the the ambient temperature at the center seemed to be about 105 degrees fahrenheit which is actually you know with a cooler exterior so that's not a balloon at all either cannot be
1: balloon stupid um, dan what about a bigger balloon stupid
2: (laughs) (laughs) even if it were a bigger balloon it doesn't even like again your point, you made all your good points right there. Where it's like it goes into the water. Clearly, the object impacts the water, and it is, you know, it, it's going underwater. It's not losing speed. It's not moving. You know, balloons again. It's not going to just go underwater and then, you know, pop back out. It's one of those hundred
1: miles underwater. per hour. One
2: of those new yeah. aqu-
3: aquatic balloons that have been tested and researched. <laughs> Super secret military aquatic balloons. <laughs> um, so that one seems to be. Easily brushed aside Just doesn't make a, a balloon stationary Come on military pilots Oh fuck they you know <laughs> that doesn't make Any sense stupid Um next one would be a bird As we talked about earlier
2: So Uh know. if this were to be A bird it needs wings uh, first of all Yeah yeah it needs Wings <laughs> um and we don't have that. We don't have that motion of the bird. Uh, we don't have any type of... Uh, it seems to be... It's just... A, it's a single object.
3: It was glowing uh, color
2: and then disappeared to
3: infrared spectrum. <laughs> this is some type of fucking Pokemon V-pa- here. Hold
1: on. V pattern. How far south do Canadian geese travel? That's all I'm saying. Can- those-
3: Can- <laughs> Canadian geese travel the world wreaking havoc and terrorizing people wherever they go.
1: Fucking yes. honking everywhere and hissing. <laughs> hissing and shit. I'm Horrible saying- creatures. Right, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past a, a Canadian. Common. I wouldn't put this past a Canadian goose.
3: Okay, well, let's change. <laughs> let's change it then to a Canadian goose theory. Can they fly 120 miles an hour?
1: Even then, all right. If they're, they're, if they're <laughs> falling in a dive bomb with their little neck, <laughs> why not? What's hold on? Here's a question. What's the terminal velocity of just a falling object? How fast is that?
3: Like 200. Like, well, no, depends how high in the atmosphere terminal you are. Velocity. Because if you were that guy, uh, what was the guy who jumped from the stratosphere or whatever? Um, not bomb. not I want to say Nolan Baumgartner, but I know that's the NHL player. And...
1: yeah, <laughs> I think it was bomb. It was Gardner it though. was something
3: like that. The guy jumped from space and initially he was going like nine hundred cl- or eight hundred kilometers an hour. or Something by the time he got it's about one hundred and twenty miles per hour. Yeah, so by two
2: twenty, two forty. Is it
1: tw- wait? Is it one hundred and twenty?
2: Unstable and stable belly Earth. Belly-to-earth position, terminal velocity is about 200 kilometers per hour or 120 miles per hour.
1: Buddy, I've cracked the case. (laughs) This is a fucking Canada goose falling at terminal velocity.
2: But it was horizontal. Head-down position, terminal speed is 240 to 290 kilometers per hour.
3: Yeah, but this thing was going horizontal there, Sherlock.
1: It's fucking also,
2: maneuvering
1: with its wings. There
2: are there are three large birds capable of horizontal speeds at 80 miles per hour. And that would be the golden eagle, the gray headed albatross, and the peregrine falcon. None of those are native to Puerto Rico. Right, besides the
3: albatross, I guess no, I guess uh the, the eagle is probably five foot wingspan. I would
2: say, even then, not native, not native. Listen, any- golden eagle, definitely not. Al- <laughs> the peregrines, the peregrine falcons, are seasonal birds. So you won't don't find ever, them in Puerto Rico in the winter time.
5: Don't ever fucking count out a Canadian goose, pal. <laughs> yeah, heard you say golden eagle, a typical American. That's Shit a baldy. Bald That's baldy. Eagle. Jamming eagles down our throats. Don't give us
1: any of that. Yeah, <laughs> this is. Don't set the goose loose, Dan. You want none of this, pal. <laughs>
3: This is a quick Please. quick segue, but did anyone else see a video recently of a loon killing a bald eagle?
1: Ugh. Oh, yeah, the Loan. one that stabbed it through the heart? It just, I didn't see oh, the video. Just, I just saw the. It just
3: jammed him through the heart. Was there an
1: actual video of it?
3: I seen a video of one. I don't know if it was the one you're thinking of, but yeah. Oh, can, I
1: saw. I just saw an aftermath it's tr- where it was. It's, they tra- like, it's they trying they to kill the loon.
3: It. The loon dives a couple times. It comes back for a swipe, and the loon just fucking just, boom, falcon punch right to the chest. That's well, bald eagles are...
2: Bald eagles are big old wusses. They're yeah. they're scavengers, technically. Right. They're not even Anyways, like... They're not like, fuck they're fuck around, like that was a segue. Like war birds <laughs> or anything. That was a segue. I don't, I mean, I don't you know state why state that popped in my head. Pal. I would have been uh, happy I'm just gonna if we say went to Benjamin Franklin and we made turkeys the official bird of the United as, States. because,
1: As a Canadian, the amount of times I've played pond hockey and been terrorized by a fucking bald eagle, zero. Zero times. The amount of times I've played pond hockey and been terrorized... By a fucking Canadian goose, when I shoot an Aaron puck every fucking time I play,
3: you shoot your puck, it hits the hits the crossbar, bounces into the, like the flock of go- geese, and you—that's it, game's over. Pay for
1: they it. fucking shit. They're his shit, now, his shit bitch. Like I'm just saying, they don't give a shit.
3: No, just like Ron Pond, he's
1: going to fucking Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I I would. I, I, I kid <clears throat> obviously about the Canadian goose because the Canadian goose would be fucking wrecked if it hit the water at 120 miles an yeah, hour. Any two. bird,
3: any bird would. Anything that hit the mile, water that fast would be like hitting concrete. You just liquefy your inside.
1: This interesting. <laughs> yeah, you'd just be destroyed. It'd be it'd be game destroyed. over. Destroyed. Can't be a bird. So, can't be a balloon. Can't be a bird. It's that bird is stupid. The only
2: Uh, one of the other, one of the next probably more likely of the possibilities is uh, some type of military drone. Are you talking about like a flying submarine? A a flying swimming drone also referred to as a flimmer. (laughs) Oh, so these exist?
3: Who named that?
2: United States Navy calls it a flimmer. Flimmer. (laughs) So these are real things? United States Naval engineers call it flimmer
3: they have yeah they have these they have these type of drones that can f-
2: how fast can these fucking things go uh uh when the, when they published this report like back in 2013 i think uh no 2016 uh they said the current model that they actually talked to a united states naval engineer and they said that the current model that they were working on uh or, or at least they were able to disclose the information is that about 68 miles per hour flying uh flying Uh, swimming speed hadn't been established yet.
5: That's what they want us to
2: know.
1: Listen, I I can almost guarantee you this is how those flimmers work. They go cruising. They're like, you've got a guy with a big remote control. He pulls out the antenna way out there. He has a flying (laughs) at 60. He's like, okay, type for the water test now. And it just crashes in the water. He goes, lost another one. (laughs) That's what happens every fucking time.
5: No, buddy, They're hiding a fucking flubber turbo that they got. That's just fucking the shit. That's going on 120 miles per hour fucking <laughs> diving. A flubber, flubber yeah. turbo? Yeah. Like the, the green. Robin Williams poop. made it. <laughs> in the Navy. You didn't know that? Okay. Yep. Th- you obviously didn't do, do enough research for this podcast, right? Jesus. I right. didn't. I guys. didn't watch.
1: I didn't rewatch Flubber. This guys
5: on the fucking <laughs> yeah. too busy on Mistake pills. Mistake number eh? one. If you're,
3: if you're re-watch, rewatching Flubber, you went down the wrong rabbit hole. <laughs>
5: no, listen. This guy, he didn't do his homework. Or the right
3: one, depending.
5: <laughs> the number one status went to his head. He's addicted to fucking pills now. He openly admitted it. You guys wonder why he's getting skinny? He's got a problem. Yeah. He got problems. Yeah,
3: he's got a problem. Started GoFundMe for Braden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Let's go back to the drone. So if, if it can go 68 miles in 2016, I mean, I think the military would always never disclose full version of specs. Probably, right. I right? mean, they
2: definitely wouldn't want to tell you the full capabilities of, of whatever is more advanced, you know, they're going to have more advanced drones than the ones that they're going to actually willing to talk about. 100 percent yeah but 100%. okay so let's yeah, it's we, <laughs> we say that
1: military is 10 years ahead or you know a decade ahead of current technology and we look at drones that we have out now i have yet to see any drone that like is going to withstand <laughs> fly directly into water just <laughs> done well that's it
3: well, end of drone it couldn't if like if you go with our current drones most of them are like either jet powered or like rotor powered and if you were to Let's let's take a let's take like a, a chopper version, like a quadcopter. If you blasted that baby down into the water, it's gonna explode. The rotor's not gonna make it. So you need something so streamlined that could enter the water at 120 miles an hour without losing speed or causing a ripple, travel under the water for whatever whatever distance this video would show, exit the water, enter the water, exit the water, and then somehow split in half with two separate heat signatures. It does it's still it it doesn't make sense
1: it's the thing i find ludicrous about that about the military drone is i like it it's it's more i would i would way rather believe in a military object that has these capabilities except that we know kind of some of the capabilities of the government with like predator drones and stuff and this technology from 2013 seems light years ahead of like the current drones they're using. So you think you'd be like, why would you use a predator drone when you can use this fucking drone that can just go in and out of water? Like to me, that seems way better. Maybe it just can't carry missiles and shit. Well, it's Um, it's only five, like for recon and stuff. Maybe they
4: are using it.
3: It's only five feet in the video. So yeah, I guess it doesn't make sense. I don't, I don't think I would go as far as to say that I don't think there's any technology that, any military has that like, you could fly 120 miles an hour and submerge at 120 miles an hour. Yeah,
2: I don't think you could fit like a propulsion system in there. No. like more like powerful enough to even like push it into the water and then get back out and then like, whatever. Because even predator drones and like the, the delta wing drones that they have, those things are fucking huge. Like you think they're small? The size of a truck? Like, no, they're like the size of a, a regular plane. <laughs> they're fucking huge. Yeah. They're- yeah,
1: and try <laughs> crashing it into the water, see what happens. I guarantee it doesn't fly back out. Split into two smaller Predator Jones.
3: No, I I, I 100% believe that they have technology that could fly and submerge, but I bet you the submerged version of, like, the submerged speed would be drastically slower. then uh
2: yeah when, when i watch this video i think of the flight of the navigator i know if somebody posted it on our facebook thing they always remind me of that that fucking uh the, the movie was like the, they were they had this craft in it like they had an extraterrestrial craft that could like change its shape on the outside right depending on like what it needed to do if it was gonna perform you know high speed maneuvers within a atmosphere it would like change into like a like, it would shift. More aerodynamic and, and shit. Yeah, more aerodynamic kind of thing. Uh, But, the, you know, there was a part where it did go underwater, where it's just like, shoop, like, it just goes underwater, goes in, and it comes back out. Like, I was like, this is Flight of the Navigator. When I was watching this video, I was like, this is Flight of the Navigator shit. This is called Ben Savage. God damn it.
5: <laughs> ben Savage, isn't
2: it? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Cool. Yeah, put put on the list. All right, let's go
3: Uh, So those are pretty much the main theories. And then the last theory, obviously some type of extraterrestrial or a, like secret space force technology oh, that Kramer, we don't sorry. know.
1: Uh, I, I, with this one, like watching it, if I was to, I have to pick any of the objects for my own thing. I think it's some sort of UFO, like recon drone, like not of earth origin. It's, it's something else. It just doesn't, f- we have nothing of these, cap- of this capability, it's so it's it's so far ahead of what we can do that it just doesn't make sense that it's anything that we've done. So unless that's a doctored video, it's um, seems not to be, which it seems not to be because you have all these official reports, and the only thing I lean towards is like you've seen the the flying V formation earlier. You see the light that these are just recon drones out scanning something. They're flying around the airport because there's a lot of air traffic there. That makes sense that they're kind of like curious as to what the, what the hell is going on. Um, you have one in the water, one in the air. Uh That's what I think was caught on camera that day. I don't, because they're small enough that I'm like, I mean, how many little greys could you jam in a little five foot craft? A lot of Maybe gazoos. Maybe
5: two. A lot of great gazoos. Right?
1: I subscribe to that it's an unmanned drone kind of thing and that's but not of Earth origin it's um, either from another ship and it's just there's scanning doing some sort of uh, checking in.
3: Yeah, I I would tend to agree with that it seems because now we have so many accounts of these like you have the claims of Bob Lazar you got those like the A-Tip videos like the gimbal and they all kind of seem to match the description of it like how they fly they don't seem to have like a rear propulsion like a jet engine that seemed to like fall through the air and that would make sense if it's some type of like advanced propulsion system that like displaces space around you you could just go from space to atmosphere to water in any order with seemingly without changing speed or losing like velocity and I just I feel like it's a small one so I, I would agree with Braden that it's pro. I mean, if you're an advanced species, like, and you've come to Earth or whatever the situation is, you've t- found a wormhole and you're on Earth, you're a tourist or you, this is a science experiment for you, you would have drones. And you'd have the drones would have the same technology as your craft. You would just, they'd just be brought, you wouldn't have to be in them to experience everything.
2: Uh, One of the other things I came across is, like, people are drawing connections between uh, the location of Puerto Rico, it being on the southern tip of the Bermuda Triangle. Mm. Uh,
1: It's also, fun fact, it's also, coincidentally, is the southern tip of the Craig's Triangle.
2: Oh, interesting (laughs) point. So so now you've got double triangle peril going on. Mm. Double triangle weirdness. Bad news. So... (laughs) So, you know, weird shit's going on. Uh, But th- uh, that's one of the things that people are trying to draw on is that, it, you know, there's all kinds of weird stuff or, you know, reports of strange lights and those things within that, you know, that 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 area between Florida, Bermuda and Puerto Rico. And there's always been kind of this this theory or there's been, um, you know, people kind of thrown around the idea that there's uh, underwater. Extraterrestrial civilizations mm-hmm, could
0: exist.
4: Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. that Atlantians. there's is- that
2: that whether there's some sort of extraterrestrial base or something inside the Bermuda, uh you know, the Bermuda Triangle somewhere, then the deep, the deep parts, and and just you know, either they're they're trying to keep an eye on us because if this thing is. Uh, within the the size that they say it is so three to five feet you know definitely i would say yeah it's an unmanned craft for sure it's got to be some sort of probe it's got to be some sort of you know du- you know s- taking measurements readings something not sure what exactly but it's flying out there with the other one like they said uh it was reported that there was flying in a formation of other craft. so perhaps they kind of split up uh you know they move through the water either way um without any type of impediment It seems whatsoever, any type of resistance, so it can travel anywhere it wants as fast as it wants. So, perfect probes just to kind of you know move around, do whatever they want. On that
1: point, it brought you, you kind of brought like we send out probes that circle planets, right? Like one satellite at a time, very inefficiently. So, it would make sense to me that some you know a higher civilization is that's more advanced than us is sending out probes like we're sending out satellites of uh, voyager and stuff that's taking pictures except they're doing it on a such a faster more efficient scale than what we're doing currently and like you said you know maybe they have a fleet that comes they scan a planet and then boom off to the next planet right And they're just scanning there and sending information back to the home world right so maybe it's not even it's like ai drones it's not any kind of uh life in it it's just sending information back so somewhere in the one of the 36 or 37 other advanced (laughs) civilizations in the in the milky way is getting reports back being like hey some of our drones found another and that's and that's number 37 advanced civilization we just scanned (laughs) on the edge of the milky way right that's what i think it would make sense
3: Okay. I could I could get on board with that. Uh, well, it's not a
5: balloon, it's not a <laughs> bird, it's not a drone, which leads me to believe that not it's not exactly a plane. So you know, I think it's pretty obvious what it is.
0: Superman. Superman.
1: Superman.
5: <laughs> and technically, you know, he is at times. He's an alien. I mean, he is an extraterrestrial.
1: Exactly. I mean, he he got is that an alien.
5: alien. There you go.
2: So, so, I mean, sure. Quite obvious. Yeah. Three. I don't know. It says three to five feet. So if he's flying vertically, how tall is Superman? Like six feet, right? He's huge. Okay, Superboy. He's a tall dude. Superboy. There we go. Well, well maybe, maybe they maybe they had
3: man. the angle wrong and they're off by a couple feet. Like it could be, you know, it could be seven feet, eight feet. I don't know.
1: And that's him meeting up with Aquaman when he goes underwater. Exactly. There. Uh, well, hey, Adla- Superman
5: is six three. I mean, I kind of like my Wonder Twins idea, but hey, whatever.
3: They hey, they have the Bimini Road down there in the B- Bermuda Triangle, and a lot of people say maybe that Atlantis was there, maybe Atlantis has always been just a advanced civilization that was capable of living underwater. They've been here the whole time. That's
5: it. Boom.
3: Boom. Boom. Solved. Case yeah. closed. And you hope You're you welcome. enjoyed the show. The show. show. <laughs> Anyways, I th- I think I think that's it for the the case. It's pretty cool. There's more and one more one final point is there's m- many other sightings around the area too that we didn't have time to get to today but maybe in another future power hour of UFOs we'll touch on some other ones or some other good videos and there's probably hundreds and hundreds of sightings actually along Puerto Rico so something's there yeah who knows
1: all right um let's uh, fire up the randomatron and see what we get to this week
3: see what we get I th-
1: see what we get here we go <laughs>
3: Printing, faxing, scanning, emailing.
2: going to go paperless one of these days. Mongoose file. Mongoose file.
4: Woo!
3: It didn't cue the theme song. Why not? Oh, there
4: it goes. There it goes.
5: (laughs) Obviously, at the beginning of these things, we know that I'm not talking about myself. No. Yeah, of course talk not. about a friend of a friend of a friend of mine.
1: Sometimes it's not even a friend; sometimes, just a guy you know. Sometimes some guy. A guy. You heard a
5: story. I don't even really like that much. A little bit of an asshole, if you know what yeah. I mean. Happened to a friend of a friend of mine. There you go. Exactly. So, this situation takes place in a, uh, you know, a common area that we talk about quite a bit. Easiest way to describe it would be, you know, like a coastal city in... And Canada, you know what I mean? Maybe in maybe on the west, the west coast, coast, maybe not. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. So, like, if you're thinking about the city and you're trying to picture, like, like uh, like say, like Vancouver, yeah,
5: like in Vancouver. You know what I mean? So, I'm, okay. and this this yeah, is yeah. in the south, you know, the south area of the city of this town. So we'll say it's like you know south slopes, very comparable to like Maripol.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know I, I I'm getting. Yep. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I'm picking up what you're putting down. Normal day, early afternoon. Call comes in.
5: Vehicle into pole. Nothing suspicious. Turns out we're close to it. Flip the sirens on. Boogie do the call. Get there, and there's this beautiful black Range Rover. And exactly as described. Into a pole. And you know what I mean? The odd thing is, is like it's not a it's not a relatively hectic day whatsoever. You know what I mean? There are no um, there are no track marks. Like you don't see any screech marks from the car, you know? So he obviously didn't, doesn't look like he even attempted to apply the brakes before he hit the pole. Front end Damn. of his car is absolutely destroyed. And the most bizarre thing is, is you get there and there's nobody in the car. And like, what? that's not, that's not uncommon. Like a lot of times we get hit and runs all the time, but it's usually because they've hit somebody else and they leave. They don't just abandon their own car. So you know what I mean? It's a little bit weird. Maybe they stole this field. I don't know. So we're like I look at my partner, I'm like, well this is easy. You know what I mean? Car's totaled, nobody's here, I guess, you know. So we get ready to write this thing up, call for the call for the police, and all of a sudden you just hear this screaming coming from across the street. You know what I mean? You look over it, and this guy that's working at a convenience store that, you know, can describe it kind of like a seven eleven comes darting out towards us, waving his hands. So we're like, Okay, you know, let's uh, grab our equipment and get across the highway here and have a look and see see what's wrong with this guy. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be surprised if it's related. So we get there and he's like, right this way, right this way. Brings us into the middle of the store. And in between the candy aisle and the chip aisle, there's a guy lying there in a pool of blood and his buddies holding him. And they're like, what the fuck? Right. So you walk up to him and you're like, well, this obviously has nothing to do with the car accident. Like what the fuck happened to this guy? Right. And you walk up and you're like, what happened? And he like, and the guy's like, we were just driving down the highway and somebody shot a shot at us while we we're in our car. My buddy got hit bat. So I'm like, holy shit. Oh, fuck!" so get the trauma shears out, shred the guy's clothes and have a look what he's doing. He's got six bullet holes in him, three in the abdomen, um, one in the shoulder and one on the leg. And uh, the other one was kind of like grazed on the side of his head. But it was like he was pretty lucky on the head. wound. So the guy still talking to me. He's alert. Great. We start working on him and his buddy is just like eerily calm. And I'm like, and I'm like, I looked at the guy. I'm like, hey man, are we safe? Like, where the fuck is this guy that shot him? And the guy's sitting there eating a bag of chips. (laughs) And I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, what's going on, man? And he's like, I like this guy. And he's like, he's like, yeah man, we're good, we're good. And then so we're great. You know what I mean? We start patching this guy up, throwing a line, start running some TXA. And he's like, whoa, no, 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 he's outside, he's outside. What's TXA? It's a uh, clotting agent, so it's gonna help control all those bleeds. Okay. Especially ha- helps if you have any internal bleeding or anything like that, which this guy definitely does because he's got multiple bullet holes in his abdomen. Anyways, so the guy's like, whoa, 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 like he's outside, he's outside. And both me and my partner like look up, like instant shit our pants, like, oh my God. And the guy looks at and he's like, I'm just fucking with you.
4: Oh, little fuck! <laughs> <laughs> like,
5: what the fuck? And like, you know what I mean? Like, that I can't,
1: guy is a legend. I'm like,
5: I, you know what I mean? Like, not at first though. I'm like, I, you know, after I was like, that's fucking hilarious. But I'm like, there's no way to unshit my pants. <laughs> my pants have been shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is too. This is too late. I'm, you know what I mean? That is I'm unbelievable. That's at him,
3: hilarious. I'm, like, I'm
5: trying to save your fucking buddy here, man. And you, you know what and I mean? You're like cracking is, jokes. Yeah, and I'm already like. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm pretty used to doing stuff like this, but it's still fucking like, it's it's guy's shot stressful, in front of you. <laughs> and you're fucking making jokes, man. Like, oh, it was it was pretty. Funny. I like this Trying guy. lighten the lot. Guy was a yeah, beauty. I like that. Guy I think
3: I think we could be friends with that guy. Yeah, he was a beauty. He
5: yeah. was.
1: But all right, we got a uh, we got a theory of the week.
2: I believe we yeah, did. We could be friends with the guy. I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna ride in the car with him. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh,
5: I didn't let him come to the ambulance with us. I was like, "Yeah, you wait here." Fucking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I think Andrew. Uh, I
3: think you said we had a theory of the week before we started.
5: Oh, please tell me. Like, I kind of. I'm gonna butcher his fucking name so bad. Yeah, join, Professor join McGonagall. Something.
2: Justice McGonagall. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. the name they we've been given. Yeah. Justice McGonagall. Do so we gotta say why? Oh, this
5: are we? Are we deciding why we? Yes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah so tell why? Me. Why is he theory yeah, of the t- week? T- you
5: told us. Wow. Well, first of all. A he compared us. He first thing he said is, "We are the the Ninja Turtles of podcasting," which he oh, had me right dope. there. It's the greatest oh. compliment I've ever gotten. And then he puts the fucking cherry on the top when he names me Raphael. Yep. Oh, that was your it. favorite. That was it. I was in love with the guy. That was it. That was it. That's uh, that's the most he, beautiful thing. He,
1: let me tell you something. He re- he read you like a book. But it's the most beautiful thing anyone's ever told me. <laughs> that's it. That's it.
5: Guy should be yeah. the guy should be theater of the fucking decade. That's it.
3: Uh, Well, we'll, we'll, at the end of the decade, we'll tally them all up and we'll Uh, pick Theorite of the Decade.
1: (laughs) You give Andrew one compliment, you're (laughs) Theorite of the Decade. He's trying (laughs) to buy votes right now is what he's doing.
2: You call him a Ninja Turtle and he will you Fair. up
1: until like buddy if you if you tell us that we're any bad like any kind of group compared to group and you tell Andrew he's the bad boy of that group Andrew's like oh my <laughs> oh gosh. shit uh, no no if we're Backstreet
5: I Boys I don't, boy. I don't I don't want to be AJ I don't want to be fucking AJ in the Backstreet yeah. Boys but no dude up you until be- grade four you asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up I wanted to be fucking Raphael
3: All right. what about Vegeta. I didn't want, Dragon Ball oh, Z didn't so come so in sick.
5: picture until the grade five or six. Yeah, gonna, but I'm no, saying if so. he
1: was like, you guys are the DBZ of podcasting, Andrew, you're Vegeta, you'd be like, oh my God, yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. Can he be... Hey, you guys are the X-Men of podcasting, Andrew, you're Wolverine. Oh! <laughs> I mean, aren't these
5: all obvious though?
1: <laughs> Andrew, you you're the Beast obvious? Wars of podcasting, you're the Dino-bot. fucking mean raptor, Dinobot. Dino-bot yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's all right. right. Uh, I get that hey. too. Like, Andrew's the Scorpionock of our beast wars. <laughs>
5: I mean, if we want to start making lists, let's get in writing. I'm in. I'm in I'm mm. I, I vote for all those, as long as I'm not curling.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Well.
3: Well, you've been dubbed curling cr- once, so I
1: know
5: by Brayden, by fucking Yadroby.
4: <laughs> so, okay, yeah. that really doesn't hurt
5: my feelings that
4: bad. Yadroby, <laughs> 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 right? Uh, it's so accurate, uh, though. It's so accurate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, all right. Oh, um, what shit. else we do at the end? Is that uh, you gonna name some new Patreons or what?
3: I'm going to right now. Patrons Patreons signed up since the last recording of the show are Dylan Crow. Oh, uh, you went down, but we're still you know what? We're gonna read, read your name again. You've been supporting for a while. Travis Wiggs, thanks for supporting at twenty five for a while, but just back down to regular. Still support, still supporting, still, still love you. Woo! Janelle Chamberlain Bo Henderson. Kyle Luckner, Cody Hart. Oh, no, Cody Hatley, Josh Dolan, Emily Owen, B Kong 171, Carl Yendez, Mika Larson. Just intoxicated. Congratulations. (laughs) Sounds fun.
5: Oh my God. You know what you need to do next time? We need to play like the Bulls. 90s playoff fucking song and then do the introductions like that.
3: Oh <laughs> that's exactly yeah, what we need to great. do for Patreon. Right. That's now, great.
5: Right? <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Marcus Martinez.
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Josh like it. yeah. Ross.
2: <laughs> Gary Megalodon. Oh, yeah. Nope. Start uh start putting your heights. In along yeah. with your name. In your
3: position.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Gary, <laughs> me- yeah.
2: Gary Megalodon weighing in at 14 well,
1: the tons, position 57 is feet long. No comment on Gary Megalodon. Uh, Rod Pond approved. Six foot tall. Rod Pond. <laughs> <laughs> Might be
2: here for a while. I, Ron Pond's only six feet tall.
4: Yeah, but
1: He's probably 6'2". Six
3: no, he's
1: five. 5'11". He's 5'11". Five 11.
3: Five 11. Come on, yeah. Same, he's he's average, same height he's as, average, as me. He's got, pretty, he's got the yeah. same build as me, actually. No, average he doesn't. guy. Yeah. No, yeah, he no, does no, no, no. But he's, he's but His shows. muscles. What are you talking about? Yeah, he does. No, but his muscles are four times as dense though, but he looks like me, but four times stronger. Oh. Trans- well, well, he's it, definitely not he's translucent. translucent. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Do you think mm. how do you think Ron Pond's been alive for so long? Me and him are buddies. You know what? I would say order. Ron Pond could look like Zell's dad, though. Listen. Ron
5: Pond transcends age. All right. Yeah. That's fair.
3: Yeah, so do I. I'm six hundred and fifty years old. Yeah, but that's
5: because some. you kill people and drink their blood. How do
3: you oh, think
1: Ron doesn't? Oh, well, what else do we normally do at the end of the show? I'm, I'm not finished. Not I can finish on yet. Gary. I'm trying to finish. I oh. can't fucking finish oh. the commentary. Oh,
2: we're still reading, patience. The commentary keeps rolling. <laughs> okay, let's
3: uh, go. I messed up. It's not Gary Megalodon. It's just Gary Magdon. My bad.
2: Oh, oh.
1: Megalodon. Megalodon's cool. Gary Megalodon. Yeah. New name. Gary Megalodon.
3: <laughs> Aves Lee. Oh, uh that's it. And Andrew Aaron Hart that's it that's it this week thanks for supporting on patreon this week we've released a new dungeons Woo! and dragons we have AT key confidential coming out probably have four or five bonus episodes this month alone so get on there alien dot yeah. or patreon.com slash alien podcast check it out okay last is anyone else got anything to say i'm gonna read a band and let's end the show no.
1: yeah let's read the band in the show
3: Read the band, and the show. Okay, we're going. My band—it's my band again. New song, brand new song, released today, baby. I'm Woo-woo. starting to think this is
1: rigged.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, I didn't play my song for like two years. I was pretty, pretty generous about it. I thought, anyways, brand new song. This is called "What Do You Want." It's uh This is a, a quarantine production, as our actual. We had like a commercial album going that got put on hold, so in the meantime, we took a deep track, reproduced it, recorded it all in my studio, and this is it today or it's called what do you want you can find it anywhere songs are found Band's called lucky monkey uh, not anything else the little bitches
1: couple of monkeys, <laughs> couple monkeys. Uh, thank monkeys. you all we love you guys and as we always say keep those eyes on the skies